But I do want to say one thing, though. They, I, I thought this was my building. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Would you give up four first-round selections for Aaron Rodgers? Oh, no. Would no. you give up three first-round selections for Aaron Rodgers if you're the Denver Broncos? This is the Rich Eisen Show. How old is he? 36. He will be 38 years of age. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show. Host of the Dan Patrick Show, Dan Patrick. Coming up. Two-time Super Bowl champion, Chris Long. Plus, Falcons quarterback, Matt Ryan. And now... Rich, you got to move on. It's Rich Eisen. All right, yeah, Matt Ryan's coming up in an hour right from now, so make a note of it as you are uh, around your TV, uh, your streamer, your mobile device, your radio, your satellite radio, your terrestrial radio, your car radio. There's really no way to avoid us. (laughs) I'm just saying. Can't stop us, Rich. Uh, You can only hope to contain us as Dan Patrick was on in hour number one. A great chat with Dan. Talked about uh, Aaron Rodgers and how that's all playing out. And talked about how um, he thinks that, you know, the not the, here's here's the deal is that even if the Packers do eventually decide to trade Aaron Rodgers, trading him on draft day was not feasible. The cap is contracting. The cap, the salary cap is kind of like real estate. Well, it is literally real estate. It's beach. There's beachfront property for your quarterback. There is, you know. There's a pool and a pond, you know. <laughs> pond be good for it you. It depends on on how you view the 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 talent that you have or what you have in space that's left. And it is like real estate. And um, in you know real estate, more often than not, the value of your real estate will go up, and you can essentially plan your finances to say this is going to go up. The resale value will go up. There are times, however, where it doesn't. And that's when life can be very difficult for you. And this year in the NFL, the cap contracted because of COVID-19. And put that all together, the last thing you're going to do, I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. I've read it, and I just don't know right off the top of my head. I should know this stuff, I guess, by writing it down. But trading Aaron Rodgers before June 1 would be such a monstrously large cap charge on the Packers that it just is not feasible to do it. It's just not wise to do it. So there was certainly no draft day trade, even with Aaron Rodgers being in the news as much as he was and how that might have created movement because deadlines move things in the NFL and the deadline was the clock starting on the draft that night and teams that might have a top 10 draft choice and others in the future with considerations that could have interested the Packers. It just wasn't going to happen. June 1, however, when there's a post-June 1 cut, a post-June 1 trade, that's for whatever reason better cap-wise. That's why what's going to happen between now and June 1 is possible to set up a trade of Aaron Rodgers. And Dan Patrick said, and I think he's right, The Packers made this bed. They acquired the rights to draft Jordan Love. Well, they acquired the rights to draft anybody that wasn't on the board just yet in that draft in 2020. But they acquired the rights to move up, and they used it to draft a quarterback. When you do that in this day and age, it is with the intent to play him before his senior year. 
to use the terminology of college to give you an idea of what the clock is. You need to know after year three whether somebody's fifth-year option is going to get picked up. Before they go into their fourth year, you're contractually, you're mandated, collective bargain mandated to pick up a fifth-year option or not on your player. The fifth-year option is a ton of money. For quarterbacks this year is around 18 million bucks. In order to do that, you got to see before year four whether the kid's worth it. Which means Jordan Love, when you draft him in 2020, that season you don't have to put him out on the field. We already saw that with Mahomes, right? One year. 2021 is an idea. Do you have to put him out there? Not really. You can. It's probably a good idea to start doing it. (laughs) Yeah. 2022, you bet. You bet. You got to put him out there. So when Ron Wolf, the former general manager of the Packers, says quarterbacks are divas these days, and our friend Terry Bradshaw comes out and calls Aaron Rodgers soft and weak, because what's he doing paying attention to a rookie? You're, you're an MVP quarterback. You're first battle Hall of Famer. Like, what are you thinking? Come on. Toughen up. Show some spine. Believe in yourself. <laughs> no, you know, as, as, as Bradshaw pointed out, Mark Malone was drafted in the first round in 1980. All right? And he didn't pay him any mind. He's not paying attention to Mark Malone because he used a first-round pick on him, just like the Packers used it on Jordan Love. Well, the construct financially, the NFL in 1980, did not mandate the Steelers to have to put him on the field within three years to see whether or not it would cost them an absolute ton of money or a first-round draft choice would be wasted. And Aaron Rodgers knows this. He gave him a freebie in 2020. He won an MVP award, damn near Super Bowl. He's done giving them freebies. 2021 is not a freebie year. Nah. We're going to address something. We're still trying to figure out what the something is. <laughs> Financial? Contractual? Emotional? No idea. Yeah. You know? But they're the ones who started this clock. And if they believe in Jordan Love so much, and they got to get him out there on the field, and Rodgers says, you've got to conduct your front office in a certain way, and that's not the way you really feel the front office is going to do its business or should do its business, then then oblige him. Oblige him and yourself and set up Jordan Love for the future in 2022 and beyond and go for it and get a ton of assets and draft your head off. This is the clock you started. You didn't have to go choose that kid. You started the clock, not Rodgers. Rodgers wants to turn back the clock. Rodgers wants to keep the clock going, <laughs> like Tom Brady. Yeah, He wants to be in a situation like Tom Brady where the general manager says, you want to play 2 or 50? Yeah, that's great. You just let me know and we'll figure that one out. As Jason Light said two weeks ago on this show. But I don't blame Dan for saying, oblige him. That, won't, that will happen. The, the time when it's going to start is June 1. And I imagine the conversations could start right now. That's where you keep your ear to the ground. It's very quiet right now. Very quiet. Keep your ear to the ground on that front. I think everybody's going to sit around and realize the Packers can't do this without Rodgers. You have to 
Enjoy what you have when you have it. What you got is a guy who's going to turn 38 this year is playing at the top of his game. You don't just turn that aside. You don't. I feel for Jordan Love. I really do. His name's being mentioned every day, everywhere. Split screen, hashtag, hear that, the other thing, bottom line, top ticker, bottom ticker. I don't know how many tickers there are in certain shows. It's everywhere. We're talking about him every day. Every day. That's how he's born into the league. Rodgers can show you you're born in the league this way. It's okay. It can work out. You can be a first ballot Hall of Famer too. You can be generationally talented too. That's the situation right here. It's so weird how it's just eerily similar to 05, 06, 07. So I said I can't believe it. I can't it's believe that, so it's, that he's in the role of Favre. And loves in the role of Rodgers. That's it. You know? And that's Except on the front ex- office. Like, for letting this happen again. History repeating itself. Well, certainly since Gutekunst was there in 98. He had a front row seat for this whole thing. I, I, and like I said to my children, when they act in a, in a way that my wife and I uh, react adversely. When the uh, iPad is taken away. <laughs> <laughs> When in this 21st century, my children must do without their Roblox for 48 to 72 hours. And they're none too happy about that sort of thing. I say, what would you expect when you did such and such? What do you expect us to do? What, like, what possible planet have we shown that we will not act this way when you act that way? Like we're trying to just like, Honestly, number of times that I told my oldest, this is how you game the system. This is the system. This is how you can game it. You're smart enough to game it. You know? Kids are smart. Right. But what did they think was going to be the reaction? And the fact that we're still talking about it on May 18th, 2021. But Dan's right. We haven't heard from Aaron Rodgers. We've only heard from people who know him. You know? We're still talking about how Schefter gained his information and others in the business gained their information. We're still talking about it because we're trying to fill the vacuum here of waiting for the biggest story, which is the first MVP in the National Football League to follow up his MVP season with another team. Last time that happened, Jim Brown. When Jim said, I'm going to hang out on movie sets with Raquel Welch and Lee Marvin and so on and so forth. Seems like and Aaron Rodgers might be, I'm ready to leave here and make people give me answers in the form of questions and, you know, go do whatever else I want to do with my generationally wealthy bank account. He could do that. Can't wait to talk about it with Chris Long. We'll do that in a second. Matt Ryan, I want to bring up with him about the information that he was gleaning from the Falcons as they had a choice in this year's draft that was front and center. I mean, that's the other part about this thing with Jordan Love is that came out of nowhere. It's just like, so you're thinking, okay, Rodgers at age 37, he's going to turn 37 this upcoming year. You just saw him go 13-3. and three. You just bounced your head coach, okay, because the relationship – with McCarthy and Rodgers, we can all say what whatever that Bleach Report story from two springs ago was true or not. Three springs ago, I guess now. True or not, you know. Clearly, that relationship was done. They were at the end of their their time their time together. 
You're going to bounce the head coach, hire a new one, have them go 13-3 and in their first year, and then in the first draft with the new coach, say, let's get the guy uh, a new quarterback because Rodgers is pushing 37, and, you know, look at what Brady looks like at age 43. He's breaking down. <laughs> right? Like that, and then, and then you go through this conversation, and nobody in the room thought to say, hey, um, who's going to tell Aaron about this? Anybody? <laughs> right. Are we going to let Trey Wingo let him know? Is that what we're going to do? Like through the, through the television set, that's what's going to happen? We'll just let Roger Goodell sit in his Barker lounger in his in his, you know, LL beans or whatever. Let let him let him tell Aaron. He'll be the Paul Revere saying that the uh the British are coming. That's it. Yeah, that's a good idea. What's our poll question as it currently stands right now, Christopher? Oh, baby. Okay. So as you know, we're asking who most needs freed from their current situation. Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. Yes. Zion with the Pelicans and Shohei Otani. Shohei Just, the money. Do you think he should be MVP? Who? Shohei Otani. Oh, my God. Early for that. I'm just saying, is he the front runner right now? Well, we're not at Memorial Day, and usually you can't you can't put, you know, I, I'm saying Curry's the MVP of an entire league um, at the end of the year, and I'm being told by folks like Kendrick Perkins and whomever else are experts, and obviously from that league, yeah. uh, that I can't give it to somebody who is, let's get make this sure that we're straight right here, a six win above 508 seed, can't do that. You, you know, so, yeah, I'll say that he's not the front runner right now for MVP. All right. I mean, Trout's won MVP twice, 20 games under 500. Okay. All right. So, so then most, maybe Otani will do it. Who most needs free? Aaron Rodgers leads the way right now. They agree with Dan, 46%. 18%. I'll, I'll go the reverse. I'll say Otani needs to be freed. I'm with you, buddy. I've got a track record. I've seen a track, track record with Mike Trout. Okay. Yes. To use the vernacular from your neck of the woods here in Southern California as we're on the Mightier 1090 every single day. Rich Eisen Show flagship radio affiliate, Mightier 1090 here in Southern California. Uh, it goes all the way from uh, Baja, California, all the way around the planet and back. That's, the, that's how strong the signal is. Big, big signal. Um, uh, I've seen the track record um, with Trout. And to use the vernacular from your neck of the woods, um, Tim Salmon's not walking through that door. Yep. Darren Erstad and Troy Percival not walking through that door. <laughs> Ooh, no, 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 no. Mike Sosha's not walking through that door. And I know that uh, we do have a World Series uh, winning manager, currently the skipper of that team. Yes. We'll see what Joe Madden figures out. But Currently four games under 500. The modern-day mantle teamed with the modern-day Ruth, and we're two months in, and we see that they're four games under 500. And Otani is invisible, nationally, invisible. He's hitting eye-high, 100-mile-an-hour fastballs, 500 feet. And, and then he also throws it 100 miles an it's, hour. It's really unbelievable. Because when he first came in, you know, he hey. gets hurt, and it's just like he's just going to hit. Yeah. So we couldn't see the hype right out of the gate. Right. Knocking on wood. Just stay healthy, man. Please. And I'm knock, knocking on actual wood. The fact that we're seeing what we're seeing right now is truly not relatable to anybody else in any other sport with what they're doing in any other sport. Every night he has a viral highlight. It's truly not relatable. And when you're saying he's the modern-day Ruth, like literally that's what he is doing. It's it's the only comp. Right, what is it? Chuck Bednarik was the last one to maybe do something like this in football, right? 
I mean, it's been a long time since we saw an every-down two-way player. And it's not every day that he's pitching. But he is in the rotation, and he is hitting, and he's doing an excellent job of both. So I will say, you know, as Dan said, let's not free Zion just yet. And what Zion's saying about how much he loves Madison Square Garden, I know it's got Knicks fans totally up, you know, up the wall right now. I will just say, be careful what you wish for. Okay? Okay, be careful what you wish for. David Griffin knows how to build a team. I I would trust him, and I would just stay put. And he's got no choice but to. And him winning in New Orleans, you know, Ask Drew Brees how that works. Good point. Ask Drew Brees how that works. He went from Southern California. Okay. To New Orleans. Oh, what are you going to do now? You'll totally disappear for the Saints. Now he's everywhere and soon to be on an NBC sports television set near you. So I wouldn't uh, say that. And Aaron Rodgers' best spot is to stay put. Really is. Really is win your division. Go get back to the NFC Championship game and hope for better. And run it into the end zone next. Time. I'd free Otani right now, <laughs> and part of the reason why I would free Otani is I'd put him in pinstripes today. <laughs> Gee, no, that's you? pinstripes. No, not twins pinstripes. White Sox. But to Dan's point, by the way, I said the same thing too to start the show. Maybe Otani would not be as successful out of the gate because he chose a more sleepy Hamlet right? We're just a in more Southern under, California. A little more under the radar. Than, <laughs> yeah, that's right, so our point is that we're, he's, he's doing what some of the most remarkable feats on a baseball field in a century. And it's, it's like, hey, did you see what he did last night? I kind of think I did. Let me check it out because yeah. it happens at 1 o'clock in the morning Eastern time. But it'd be a lot cooler in Fenway or Yankee Stadium or Wrigley Field. Or in Chavez, Chavez Ravine right here. Yeah. If he was doing it for the Dodgers. We'll take a break. Chris Long will be next right on the Rich Eisen Show. Two-time Super Bowl champion. He's got a great podcast, Greenlight. A lot of fun with him when he joins the show next. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me... I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Philadelphia Eagles, we have that to talk yes. about, too. Yes, as I'm draped you in are. my Eagles paraphernalia. Now, that, yes. that's like you got, so you got the green hoodie. Yeah, I went green hoodie, and then I went satin black jacket oh, I just with the that. black eagle on it. This is subtle. <laughs> yeah, this is subtle. <laughs> I didn't want to I didn't want to come here and be, yeah. you know, blatant with it. This is a subtle. Yeah, I didn't notice it. It's sort of like a watermark yeah. sort of situation that yeah. you have right there. Then you there. get up close and you're like, whoa, he really is an Eagles fan. He's got a lot. <laughs> yes. He's got a lot of Eagles stuff on. I'm wearing a jersey to the Super Bowl with the Jerome Brown patch. That's what you're going to do. Yes. Okay. I got the Randall Cunningham jersey, but my jersey has Jerome Brown patch. Well, what will it say on the back? Will it say heart? Will it say your name? No, it's going to say Cunningham. It's a real jersey. Okay. I can't make it say heart. I'm no longer authentic <laughs> if I make it say heart. It's got to be a real jersey. This okay. is a real moment. Understand. It's a big moment for me, man. This is it. It's a big game. What do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? The score's going to be 80, <laughs> 83 to 6. I called it. I put my prediction out there a long time ago. Okay. Eight. I had a dream. I saw it. And how many to that, so how many touchdowns then for Nick Foles then out of that? Nick Foles going to throw for 32 touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> 32. I'm trying to do the math in my head right now. <laughs> 32 touchdowns. Yeah, that is where we're, we just put I, your. I didn't want to show. 83 to 6. Yeah, I didn't want to show if my math was good or bad or not, so I just threw a number out there. I think I made I'm I like in the it. ballpark. Here's what people need to understand about the Patriots right now. And I know that. There's a lot of New England Patriots fans. There's a lot of Tom Brady lovers out there, as you should, okay? They're not running over the NFL. They they didn't breeze through these playoffs. They shouldn't have beaten the Jaguars. They shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. They did, yeah. but they shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. It's not like they have displayed this, oh, my God, they're just, nobody's going to be able to deal with them. They're our defense has been an amazing defense throughout the whole season. I really see our defense and our front four getting to Brady. If we get to Brady, it's going to be a problem. And we run the ball very well. It's going to be a grinding game. And Foles is going into this game with so much confidence. After the last game, he's got so much confidence. I don't care what you say. You can't beat confidence. You know how much confidence I have? Yeah. You can't beat my confidence. I don't care what you tell me. I'm so confident. I'm so confident. Foles has confidence. Our defense has confidence. We are here. This is where we said we would be in the beginning of the season, and we got here. That's confidence. They're used to being here. That's cocky. That's that's a little nonchalant shoulder shrug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do it again. Mm-hmm. It's not the same type of confidence. It's not the same type of hunger. It's a different level of hunger. And these dogs got to eat. Get it? Because they was calling us underdogs. Yes, <laughs> I know. Kevin Hart. 
back in the day. That was the Friday before Super Sunday in which the Eagles did beat the Patriots. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show with our radio audience, we just showed our, our Peacock audience a memory lane stroll with Kevin Hart at the Super Bowl in Minnesota two days before his Eagles took on the Patriots. And a member of that Super Bowl winning team, two-time Super Bowl champ, and he's got a terrific podcast called Greenlight. Chris Long back on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Chris? I'm good. Podcast not bad. Today kind of sucked. Well, I saw that, um, Chris, on on Twitter. Uh, I have this in my back pocket. I might as well put it on the table right here. I did notice, um, you know, that you tweeted out before our show, Greenlight will be out later today, and then the string went to maybe, and then it's out. It sucks. Enjoy. I think you've got to work on your promotion game, Chris, not to tell like you how to handle it. I like doing the promotion thing because then you might overpromise under deliver. So does it really suck? Were you not pleased with the result of who's on? What are you, what are you talking about? It was just me and my co-host. We didn't have a guest. Everybody big-timed us, and then you know we kind of ended up with nothing to talk about. After this weekend in sports, like I don't know, we just had the, the, the schedule. We had the draft. Right. Didn't feel like there was anything going on. The playing game is like uh, the, the playing games are happening over the next two days, right? Yeah. So we didn't really have anything. You ever have days like that, Rich? Well, today's that day, Chris. Thanks for coming on. That's why you called me. No. Let's be honest. You called me because there was a white pass rusher that signed with Philly. So you, <laughs> so you triangulated that in your head. And I loved how you texted me like, how you been, buddy? Why don't you come on the show? No, hold like, on a second. Talk to you about some random stuff. Chris? Now then, I did say this at the top of the show. I always shoot everybody straight. Chris, did I not bring this up? My Chris. Chris Brockman, did I not bring this up? Okay. You did bring this up. I brought it up that I did see you trending on Twitter yesterday. (laughs) I found out why you were trending. I am not having you on to talk about Ryan Kerrigan. We will talk about it. I mean, because that is a a story. (laughs) But, but... I did did say, you know what? Hey, I like talking to Chris. It's been a while. I'd love to yep. chat with him. I'd love to hear what he has to say. I always find it interesting to talk to people. And I told you I like talking to interesting people. That's the way, you know, otherwise I'm wasting my time on this listen, show. Listen, when I woke up yesterday and I was trending, I thought maybe I died. And I was like <laughs> my ghost holding my phone and people were saying either nice things about me. Or I got canceled. I didn't know what happened. Like, when you're trending, it's not good if you don't know why you're trending. So then how does it land on Chris Long that Chris Long is trending because Ryan Kerrigan uh, left Washington football team to go to Philadelphia? How does that hit <laughs> Chris Long? Because the entirety of my mentions are like, same guy. And I was like, well, that's a great compliment to me. I mean, Ryan Kerrigan's a hell of a player. I think he's going to help him. Um, but I also know Philly fans, every time we, we sign any white edge rusher, whether he's a, an unsigned undrafted free agent he's going to get the chris long comp now that's what you texted me i read that out before he's like what's up man white edge rusher bat signal question mark is that is that what you needed (laughs) (laughs) send up the white edge rusher bat signal get me chris long yeah it shouldn't be it shouldn't be me for the record but i just have a podcast hey look but you you won a super bowl you know i mean when you 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 kevin hart stuff was pretty right on he was. He said that you guys were confident going into that Super Bowl that the defense could get after Brady. You did. A fellow Michigan man actually did nail Brady and did knock a ball loose in a, in a very big moment. Uh, obviously, you were involved in that. Points. Huh? 
82 points. He wasn't far off. He, a did, lot of say, points. he did say that Kevin, that well, the 83 was going to be all Philadelphia's points. But yeah, the, it was, he was wrong about one thing. They the, scored a lot, too. I know. They did score a lot as well. So what, what, what do you make of the NFC East right now? Uh, as we are in the middle of May, yeah. this is something we can start to look over the steering mm-hmm. wheel. Because the one thing that I did see uh, very, very few times does the in- schedule release actually inform me of something. But when I saw Washington football team schedule and the final five games are all in the NFC East, that means that that the reigning division winner won't play many division games until December, which means this division's flat out up for grabs. It's the way I look yeah, at which it. Yeah, is, which is... Uh... <laughs> Oh, it always seems to be one way or another uh, lately. I don't know. Um, I, I'm excited about the division because, you know, all the teams can go any which way, right? Like, we don't know what to expect with anybody. And I'm more like the person who likes chaos with the schedule. Um, I, I like, you know, like, uh, sign me up for the Darnold Revenge game. I know you're going to be watching. But, like, yeah. that's going to get more eyes, you know, in my household than some marquee matchup because I like the chaos. So, I think, you know, having all those division games at the end, and with the new week in the schedule, one of the biggest concerns is, like, maybe these Week 18 games are, you know, aren't going to matter as much. Um, but they really backloaded the conference games. And a team like Washington, who I'm excited about, actually, um, you know, Fitzmagic's there, and I love the young core they built, and defensive linemen that's been on some really good hustle defensive lines that played, you know, balls to the wall that's the kind of group they have. So it's easy to watch them. Um, I think they have as good a chance as anybody of being in it at the end. And the reality is they're all going to have a great chance. You know, one thing coaches want to tell their players is, Hey, it's all right in front of us. You ask any player, that's the thing that coach tells you after you lose a tough game or he cusses you out. But at the end he says, it's all right in front of us. And team like Washington, team like Philly, you know, the entire NFC East is going to have that opportunity. And there's teams like Denver. If you look at Denver's schedule, uh, you know, I gave them out as one one team that I, I like their upside, whether they get Aaron or not, because all their conference games are going to be after their bye week and late in the season, and they've got a chance to get out ahead of it early. And so you can keep teams engaged that way because, you know, you're still in it. So when you look at the Eagles, though, like we had Howie Roseman on the week after the draft, and, you know, Jalen Hurts is there. And I asked him, is this a one-year tryout for Jalen Hurts because the – acquisition of Wentz will most likely net the team based on the trade that they also made with Miami atop the draft this year, three first rounders next year, meaning they could draft whoever they darn well please essentially next year by aggregating these picks together or maybe trading those picks away for somebody that might pop free, you know, potentially in a trade. What do you think yeah. their long-term plan is in Philadelphia? Well, I, I got to think. I got to think they're evaluating, right? I mean, like you come into this year, you know, like you like some things you see with Jalen. I certainly like everything I see from the neck up. Like to me, I want to. I want to see more than four games of him playing quarterback, right? I think it's natural because we we saw seasons of Carson Wentz and the same people calling for Jalen Hurts are telling me, uh, you know, we've seen enough Jalen Hurts after four games, and Carson was an MVP for a year, and look where he ended up. So, you know, it's. It's a small sample size. I think, you know, development of this young quarterback is going to be big. But I think he's like, you know, a consummate kind of leader, locker room guy. So you have that to start with. But the truth is, and as it often is with college football, is like you don't really know who the quarterbacks are next year. I mean, like, and next year, the way you look at it, there's only a few names I even know. Now, I'm no expert when you talk to people that are experts. It's not like a hallmark quarterback year. But you're right. 
they grab some capital because they want to possibly, well, this isn't just why they did it, but it helps. Next year, they can reach up and snag that quarterback of the future if they don't think Jalen's the guy. Um, and, you know, I think one of the keys you have to look at is who are the teams that are going to just flat out suck this year? You know, do those, do those teams have their guy? And because of the influx of young quarterbacks, I do think there will be some teams, a la Jacksonville, no offense to Jets, who I'm really excited about, um, but you can't put all your eggs in that basket. They could be a bottom five team just by virtue of needing to work on that roster, and Big Joe Douglas will. But, you know, it takes time. They're teams that are going to have their quarterback and maybe a top pick. So you're kind of rooting for the teams that are set with their guys to struggle next year. And then you have the capital and you have the flexibility to move up if Jalen's not the guy. Chris Long here on the Rich Eisen, Rich Eisen Show, two-time Super Bowl champion and uh, the host of Greenlight, co-host of Greenlight Podcast, um, which you should go get despite him saying this latest Any episode other day. sucks. Any other day that, but today. But um, what, what do you think is going on with Aaron Rodgers? Ear to the ground, talking to people, yeah. not even not even that. But what 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 do you think is up with him and Green Bay? Man, I just think it's one of those things that you have to consider Aaron's entire experience in football. Like his formative years have been, like anybody would say they'd want to be Aaron Rodgers, right? Like we'd all trade places, right? But at the same time, like you know, to Aaron Rodgers, you know, it's all he knows is being Aaron Rodgers, and it wasn't always easy. Uh, you know, I know nobody's going to feel sorry for him now, but you know, JUCO kid, right? Cal guy wasn't like a you know a heralded star in college and was a guy who sat and gave the NFL free B-roll I always tell guys I'm like do you really want to sit in that draft room and give the NFL free B-roll for a decade um he gave them plenty and then sat behind Favre and those differences were documented and then the entire you know draft pick deficit there when it comes to investment and like outwardly at the top of the draft what he wants to do and I think the worst part about Aaron is even when he succeeds, he's, he's, he's arguing against himself because I don't know how those guys would be. A lot of the guys he's throwing to south of Devontae Jones, I don't know. Um, or Devontae Adams, sorry. Um, I don't know who those guys are. And that's what Aaron does. He makes everybody better. So like even when, when you know, if you're trying to make a case that he doesn't have enough weapons, he's so good he's going to elevate guys' games to the point where they are scoring 30 a game. So I think, you know, there's a chip on his shoulder, and I think what he wants is security. And the only way you prove to a quarterback like that that he has security in the building where he's won a Super Bowl and wants to win two, you know, Brett won one, and, you know, um, there's a certain quarterback who played 16 years there. He's on his 16th or 17th year. Like, yep. I think he wants to finish in Green Bay, and I think it's just up to Green Bay to say, like, hey, we, we're not going to stick to our plan we had two years ago when we bet on his demise. He just played like an MVP, so let's be logical about this. The, guy, the ball's coming off his arm like nothing you'd ever seen, and he's 38 years old. So, like, it's time to not bet against him and show him some love. And I think, like, if he got traded, like, let's say he got traded to Denver, Rich, what are they not going to have by virtue of him getting traded to Denver? The two first-round picks that he's arguing like hell over filling with a weapon. So, you know, it's kind of a wash for him. I think the best chance he has to win it all is in Green Bay. I, I think they have to commit to him. I agree with you. And then, but here's my question for you, Chris Long, because you know security is definitely one thing, and you know I, I totally understand that. And then you pointed out, rightfully so, that he makes guys better, and that um, he knows who he's throwing to, and he knows which guys he can make better just by that aspect. 
And then you hear that the cutting of Jake Kumaro after he said last September that he loves this kid. He thinks that he can throw to him. They cut him the next day, as he said, the last time I said publicly, I like somebody who wound up in Buffalo, referring to this kid. So so my question for you is, would you, do you like the idea of allowing a quarterback to have a say in roster building? Would you say that that is a good way to go about things in the NFL? I think he, de- I think he deserves a seat at the table. I think quarterbacks transcend, and listen, I hit him for a living, and like yes. most defensive players will tell you, we don't like him or whatever, but like, you can't win without one. You can, but it's going to be an interesting process in building. And is it sustainable to win without one year after year? Like you could, you know, have your one year where the defense is a top five defense and that sort of thing. But I just, I feel like you got to have a seat at the table. And I think we worry about the slippery slope thing where like, oh, it's going to turn to the NBA. It's going to turn into like a, like a league where players just have all to say, like, you know, whether you like that or not. It's not, because there's not many Aaron Rodgers. So why are we worried about it being a slippery slope? And it's not like the Packers um, are necessarily, like, the, the world's best, you know, have the world's best draft history. I mean, I'm not saying they're the worst. I'm not saying they're the best. But I think he at least deserves a place at the table when talking about offensive personnel. And the same thing with Russell. And the same thing with, like, any top five quarterback in the league. It's not that hard to tell who should and who shouldn't be talking about this stuff. There's a Mendoza line for quarterbacks we talked about on the pod, like, Where's that Mendoza line for quarterbacks that's south of here should just shut up. But it's up to that quarterback to know. Yeah, I, I you know, you heard Ron Wolf basically say that uh, quarterbacks are divas. Terry Bradshaw, you know, say that uh, Aaron in particular is weak because of all this. And I don't understand that, you know, concept because they know more than anybody else, certainly Ron Wolf, that the financial construct of the league under the new CBA does not mean that like say for Bradshaw Mark Malone gets drafted that they have to play they back in nineteen yeah. they didn't have to play him by year three to see if there was a fifth year option to pick up and Ron Wolf didn't have to build a team under that construct either. Like the minute you draft somebody like Jordan Love, you know the kid's got to get on the field within three years and so does Aaron. He doesn't exactly. want to give him another freebie in twenty twenty one like he did last year. Like I thought I thought and I love Terry. Terry's like a family member to me and it's okay. I, I disagree with my dad on stuff all the time. So if he's my dad's brother, you know I'm gonna disagree with him sometimes. But like I, I, I didn't agree and I thought it was apples to oranges and um I think you talk about leverage, um you know, and yeah, we don't read people up this early generally in the NFL. Well they read D hop up like sight unseen last year in Arizona, you know, and certainly he deserved that. But there is a precedent that if there's a guy that you really want to take care of, you can do it, especially when he's the reason that you've been relevant as a franchise. Hmm. Like, you know how lucky you are as a franchise to go from like Brett Favre to another hall of famer. <laughs> like it's incredible. And in Indy for a second, we thought we were going that way with Peyton to Andrew and Andrew left early and, you know, it just goes to show how lucky you are as a franchise when you go from one Hall of Famer to the next. You owe him. You owe him a little something, and especially when the, 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 the franchise's leverage is sitting right there in the meeting room. He's sitting right there in the meeting room every day staring you in the face. Like, of course you're going to come to the table with a chip on your shoulder. You bet against me. And that's the thing about, like, you know, the disconnect. This, teams can bet against players. Players can't bet against teams. It's like the allegiance has to be 100% one way. But not the other way, and that's kind of a tired complaint. But you know, we're talking about the best in the game. You know, I I, I do think at some point you gotta you gotta commit to him. Before we let Chris Long go into his Tuesday, uh, um, Chris Brockman, ask him the poll question, which you can take for tomorrow's green light if you want. 
Go for it. Go <laughs> we for only it. do two, two a week. All right, so ne- your next green light. Your next. Yeah, green yeah, light. Chris, this is a good one. Who most needs to be freed from their current team? Aaron Rodgers, Zion Williamson, Shohei Otani. Man, I would say it's Zion because, you know, it's must-see TV, right? I mean, everybody's clamoring around the TV to see him play, and he's going to be probably on the edge of making the playoffs, right? Uh, in perpetuity in New Orleans, in my opinion. So I, I would like to see Zion free because Aaron's doing – he's knocking on the door. You know, this is just an interpersonal problem that they have to work out. And then the Otani kid, everything seems pretty good for him too, doesn't it? Well, yes, except, uh, you know, you see the track record of Mike Trout, the modern-day mantle, and I'm concerned about the modern-day Ruth doing what he's doing and obviously can become generationally wealthy, but – I mean, Trout's this got this guy's unbelievable, huh? I've never seen anything like it, honestly. I feel like we, we've we're already desensitized. So I, I yeah, I scrolled through a highlight earlier of this guy hitting like a four four hundred fifty foot dinger, and was just like, oh, he hit another home run. It's a pitcher, dude. He's enormous. <laughs> he is enormous. I, I, you know, I've I I've never seen him in person. I would love to stand next to him. He looks enormous. He looks like a he looks <laughs> like a tight end. He really does. He's unbelievable. This guy. We don't make a big enough deal about this alien. Yeah. Hey, we, alien, we, which we <laughs> talked about yesterday. Like, because, you know, there are UFOs, as you saw in 60 Minutes this past week. Well, now they're calling them U- UAPs. That's right. UAPs. UAPs. Yeah. You believe, a, Rich? Oh, f- my God. The truth is out there, Chris Long. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, it is. Damn straight it is. All right. Yes, thanks, is. thanks for the call. Oh, one last thing before I let you go. Yeah. We also noticed this on your, your Twitter feed um, as well. Uh, Mark Ingram complaining that his bags get lost uh, by United <laughs> Airlines. Yeah. You you change, your, <laughs> you change uh, your name and avatar with the blue check mark. so if you don't see the at Joel 9-1, it looks like United Airlines is responding. <laughs> You're rich. Yeah. Buy clothes. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, Fantastic. Well, did, did I lie? When you land and you have clothes, like, and you're rich, you go buy some clothes. But I was just busting Mark's balls. Like, I know. I love Mark. When I play Mark, he's always smiling. It's hard to be tough around Mark. But, like, he's the best dude in the world. So I picked an, a soft target. Like, I mean, that's the thing. But he it wasn't the... going to be all angry at me. And he got it pretty pretty quickly. But a lot of people were thinking, man, the United guy, is like, <laughs> he had one of those uh, FU, 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 you're cool. I'm out, like, uh, like moments where. So, but I've baked. done this to Fletcher Cox before. I did it with Delta a couple of years ago. It happens. <laughs> you, know what the be- you know what the best part about Rich was? What's it? Yes. This dude has regular guy luggage. When he tweeted the picture of, like, hey, United, I found yeah. my luggage. No, right. Mark, I found your luggage. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> yes. He had a big Nike bag that looked like it was 10 years old. I thought he was going to have skill guy luggage, so I came away with <laughs> thinking even higher of Mark Ingram than I did when I pulled the prank. But the fact is that so many people had to think United Airlines was just had enough. They were out of, you know, what's to <laughs> give, mean. and it just said, you know, you're rich, buy clothes. Oh, my gosh. That's that's a, well done, Chris. Well, well done. the social media guy uh, is probably the least important guy at uh, at an airline that flies big airplanes. So if, if that was the case, it wouldn't be that bad. Well, it's the same person that uh, that tweeted out that Andy Dalton was QB1 and then Justin Fields was acquired. So it's probably the same person. <laughs> <laughs> bad Come day at the now. office. Come on now. I know. Chris, thanks Thanks for the All time. Right. Always appreciate it. And uh, I, I, I I'm can't wait for the next uh, reason for you to trend so I reach out to you. Okay. Well, maybe Jared Allen will sign somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding poll. Thanks for the call, Chris. Right, Appreciate it. That's All Chris right. Long, everybody.
best. God, I love talking to him. <laughs> Smart, funny, good Lord. Interesting people saying interesting things, mm. talking about topics that I think are of interest to you. Take a break, unpack some of that as well. ESPN has announced their opening college football weekend schedule. It's a lot of schedules being released. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's next on The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. We sent you this uh, song that we kind of created based <laughs> off of Nick Saban. He stepped to the podium. This is, when was this, November, December? Chris was right around there. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, no. yeah, early November. Yeah, he steps to the podium and he starts talking about how somebody you strolled past coming to the podium, they just had torn up jeans, ripped up jeans, holes in them. And I heard it and I said, you know what? If we set that to music, it sounds like a country music song. We figured, you know what, uh, since you are an award winner, you are... As good as they come, man. You are, Trace. Don't worry. You're so humble. Let me talk about that. Well, so, so. We, so we figured, uh, we wrote the lyrics out. We wrote his soliloquy out for you, right? Do we have the, yeah. the lyrics? Yeah, okay. Got okay. Got he got it right there. And, but, oh, okay. We can, anyway. No, no, no. Set it up however you wish. You got your own way of doing it. Here we go. Trace Atkins, everyone, on The Rich Eisen Show, doing Nick Saban's How Did We Get Here? I guess I just want to know how we got here. Not to offend anybody out there, but I just walked by some jeans, wore out jeans with holes in them all cut up. I just remember when I was a kid in West Virginia, I was ashamed to go to school because my jeans were wore out, only because we didn't have any better. Now they buy them that way, and I just want to know, how did we get here? Tell me how did we get here? Don't understand these kids these days. Guess I never will. Somebody please, please tell me. How did we get here? People, how did we get here? 
Is that? I, yeah, you know yeah, what? Right. <laughs> All right. I, somebody just, my manager just a few minutes ago showed me mm-hmm. the new laminate that we have for our tour this year. Because yes. we were trying, we, were, we didn't know what we were going to call this tour this year. So I hope there's no copyright infringement. <laughs> my tour this year is going to be the How Did We Get Here Tour. Yeah. Fun stuff right there from uh, from our archives. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. We are um, here on Peacock every day. If you're watching us on Peacock on a streamer, you can watch us on desktop at uh, PeacockTV.com. And we are back here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network. Right now, we're back here on our radio network. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Chris Long is just so... I mean, Howie, the whole family, um, Diane, his mom, you know, Kyle, fascinating um, figure back in the NFL as well. I haven't really talked about that with Chris, but I'm just always keen on his insights, his insights. Here's a defensive player, a two-time champ, whose job is to hunt quarterbacks, saying a quarterback deserves a seat at the table. You know, deserves a seat at the table. That's all he kind of wants, unless it's like some contractual numbers on the table that make sure that Jordan Love does not get out on the field in 2022 because Rodgers is so darn expensive. And that could have been something that informed the Falcons' decision on our third-hour guest who's joining us at the top of the next hour in Matt Ryan. His contractual status could have been so significantly tied to the decision because you can't really move on from him right now cap-wise over the next two years. You might as well build with him, certainly if you think he's got all this time left. And if they just kept him completely in the dark and didn't talk to him, how do you think he's going to be as an employee coming into this year? I mean, he's a professional, but he's also a human being. Can't wait to talk to Matt about all that. But a seat at the table. Hey, Aaron, you like that? Wide receiver, because you make everyone better around you. Do you like that one? Do you think that one can work? Do you think that one can't work? Jason Light said he texted Tom Brady. We're thinking of signing Gio Bernard. What do you think? Tom texted back something along the lines of, you know, hey, cool. cool. Let's let's do it. Like that guy. Yeah. Okay, great. (laughs) Kind of green lights it. Or, you know what? Gio is kind of a bad guy, you know? Don't Mm -hmm. like him. I found out this. Found out that. I'm not a, you know, I, I, I remember Belichick. Always used to do this to him, do that to him. Yeah, I, I think he's, you know, we could do better. Now, obviously, Jason Light asked Tom Brady that, and Tom says no, then that creates a problem. The player will always have a little bit more intel anyway, right? I would think so. You're, you're going to hear stuff that the coaches won't hear. like So it would make sense that you would kind of poke around your own little yard there first and see. I, I, again, I'm the only – Analogies I could make are from my own personal existence. Mm-hmm. I, I I kind of feel like I kind of feel like I'm user friendly. <laughs> no, I, honestly, you know. I mean, you sat I in have, the front have, seat have, with me when no, I Ubered you, know, you, so yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. Because you know, again, I I could sit here and say this is what this should happen or whatever, and and I have to. Inf- be informed by my own decisions and my own way of, of life. And technically the role that I have as Dan Patrick, our first, our guest, said, he said, it's a democracy until it's not. 
on his show because he's got to be the one to be the dictator out there when the microphone's in front of him. So, you know, he also has to figure out who he can play with, who he can't play with. The Danettes and him work together. Yeah. Very, very well. I mean, the show's been around. Dan's show's been around since the late 90s. I remember I used to fill in on the Dan Patrick show on ESPN Radio when I was doing SportsCenter. Rob Dibble back. I know, right? Sure. And so the reason why I bring all this up is I I, I feel like I'm I'm user-friendly with my, you know, producers and those who are above on-air individuals on a flow chart, management or whatever. Like, if they're going to add somebody to NFL game day morning, I sure would hope that they'd reach out to me and say, what do you know about this person? What do you know about this person? Do you, th- do you, what do you think? Not like all of a sudden I show up and there's a fifth member of NFL game day morning that all of a sudden I don't know, I don't like, I don't, now it's my job to make them kind of have to get up to speed and they're going to have to figure out how they work and in, in our scheme of things and our chemistry that we've been together for a while. It's not like I, I won't welcome professionally a fifth member if that's what they decided you to do or a sixth member of our of our team and obviously I'm one of them but my job as a host is I'm going to be the one asked to work them in and make them successful I'm the one that's going to have to set them up I'm going to have to be the one that's going to have to move the conversation along. number of times I hear in my ear hey we're actually Mike Hoskins just said we got two minutes left in the segment like I, honestly like just the number of times I hear hey you last one Last conversation. We got to go. We have other things in the rundown. And if I say no on the air, I'm going to want the live microphone. That puts the producer in a very difficult spot because they have to figure out how to make up the time when somebody else on the show has got something set up for later on that could be very good and excellent content. I'm now taking time from that. So I have to say something. I mean, it's, it's a team is what I'm saying. So if Rogers is being told that's the newest member of your team. And, you know, if they're drafted, that's one thing because they're not guaranteed a spot. If they're acquired, you know, and you're removing somebody who you've already worked with from there, we're swapping out. We didn't even ask you, like, hey, do you think you can work with this person? And I'd be like, why don't you ask me? I've been here... X number of years. I'm, this is my job. I'm kind of showing you that I can make this work. And I'll do whatever I can to make it work, but after a while. And then if they hire somebody else to do my job that's coming in, and I learn that over the television set, I might be like, what the hell is that? Now, sure, I'd love to do Jeopardy too. <laughs> It's like Fight Club. I'm not supposed yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. But no, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, So I'm kind of putting myself in the shoes here. And here's a defender like Chris Long saying, let's have, a, let's have the quarterback have a seat at the table. Matt Ryan is at the head of the Falcons' table. <laughs> How much did they let him in on their draft plans? Can't wait to talk with Matt Ryan when we come back. Got to include him. Matt Ryan is joining the show. Yeah, what did I say? That's what you said. You said Matt Ryan. I was just 
Did I miss something? I was just yeah. reiterating what you said. Matt Ryan Matt is coming Ryan. to the show. Matt Ryan is joining the show. Excited to talk to like Matt, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, yes. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Matt Ryan. You Can't see, wait. You see where he's going with that, right? Matt yeah, Ryan's on the show. Oh, speaking of which, last night I got, um, you know, I, we, I follow Rex Chapman. <laughs> Who doesn't? On do. Twitter. And um, he tweeted out a video of a dog doing yoga. I saw that. You see that was not incredible. Jeez, I know. More flexible than me. And you know who? You know who? You know who retweeted that? And I don't know how. I, I assume because Rex has many, many followers. And when he he retweeted my my response about how I loved the video with the dog, right. I wrote. Did I tweet out Namaste. namaste. <laughs> I retweeted. I'm like Namaste. So that go, he retweets that it can go to different places. Uh, who retweeted that with a comment of her own? Brooklyn Decker. No, oh. Barbara Hershey. Oh, Whoa. didn't know she was on Twitter. I didn't know either. At Barbara Hershey eight, mm-hmm. and um, I retweeted that the actress, the great actress from Hoosiers and The Natural, retweeting me has completed me. <laughs> Don't forget, she's the one who shot Roy Hobbs, mm-hmm. and she's the one um, who coached Norman Dale shot his shot with. If you remember, <laughs> the one who was kind of counseling Jimmy Chitwood as a student. She's in Hoosiers and The Natural. The Natural. The Natural. The Natural. Yes. The movie, The Natural. Right. Yes. Right. Great movie. And I bring that up because Matt Ryan's about to join us. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's about to join us. Yes. And Barbara Hershey was in The Natural. A movie. Yeah, yes. Movie. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. A movie. Got yep. it. I'm not going to bring up The Natural with okay. him, Chris. Look, don't, I, I don't, mean, don't believe you. We don't believe you. We don't. <laughs> it's been 11 we years. We don't believe it. Don't 11, let me it's been 11 end years. hour two the way I ended hour one. <laughs> exactly. By the way, Barbara Hershey's also in Falling Down, which when Great we had movie. Michael Douglas in here, I got to tell him. Was one of my Maybe we should reach movies. out to Barbara Hershey just to join the show. Why not? Yeah. I don't have to talk sports. We could talk about two of the greatest sports movies ever. Hoosiers and The Natural. She was in both one was a cup actually, of coffee in the natural, but she was coffee. a significant but yeah, character in Hoosiers. Big, carried a big cup. He has a yeah. huge <laughs> cup of coffee. Matt Ryan. It'll be a natural conversation. <laughs> <next>. <laughs> wow. <laughs>